to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. Uh, today we're going to talk about what we've been seeing a lot of in our membership. And it's funny because we are in such, it's so weird. Um, Valerie and I are both, um, I'm older than she is, I'm mid-50s, she just turned 50. But when we grew up, you didn't take pictures of your food. You didn't take <laughs> pictures of yourself, right? We didn't take pictures of ourselves running. So I don't know if it's the age of the runners that are coming into our membership, but with this, so we're in an, a world right now where everybody does selfies. You do a run and you do a selfie. We work out, we take a picture, and we tag ourselves. But yet people don't want to video themselves running. What, what do you think that is and why is it so important? I mean, we've talked about this before, but why is it so important that you actually have a video of yourself running? Well, the reason it's important is because once you see your movement, then it's a lot easier to help you correct any error you have in your movement. And it's interesting because running itself, and we, you know, we go through this a lot, um, doesn't have a uniform standard of movement. Meaning most people, when you go for a run or you take a selfie or you pick your race pictures out, aren't you looking for your smile? Mm -hmm. Most of us aren't looking at our running form or right. our running technique. We're just looking at like this, how's my hair look and my cute outfit. So when you come into the membership or I ask you, I need to see your running. Well, the, so I think it's normal to be self-conscious one, it's I've never actually watched myself run so that's a little bit awkward and then also just I don't want to know like I don't know if I, it's like if you went out dancing I'm not sure <laughs> you want to see a video of it right all of a sudden I'm like having to look at my movement and for in the beginning we used to laugh because we'd never seen it like she's like Caroline's right when I first started you know I used to teach aerobics and you imagine taking a picture at the end we never even thought about it yeah and actually, most of the women would have probably been like, no way, you're not. They would have hit by, you, you know, most of us didn't even want to be up by the right, mirror. It was the good looking woman that wanted to be up by the mirror because they look great. You know, I'd right. hide in the back because right. I had sweatpants like, on. You didn't think, I, I now want to be in a picture. Yeah. Because for us, getting a picture was like getting your, your Yeah, I'm yourself. sweaty here. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to the photographer to get my picture. So the first thing most people see when they look at themselves on video it's them like they're looking at their hair or they're looking at their you know whatever they're looking at them and i have to switch your mindset to looking at your movement right and, and once you start to see your movement and you see how you can move better i'm telling you the switch is there but in the beginning two things are happening one it's awkward to see yourself on video when you're looking at your movement not just looking at your fun picture and second to be able to look at your movement and not we're not judging we're correcting and it's mm -hmm. a big difference and so to also be able to see that for yourself i think is we have to see it then to feel it well tell tell that story i remember this was like god i want to say it's almost been a year and a half there was that um it was a private lesson you did uh with a with a lady that had been running for a while she i can't remember if it was plantar fasciitis or something else but she came to you and she's like oh no 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 i know how to do i know how to run right i've been coached i know what i'm doing and you're like okay let, let me do a video of you running if i remember the story correctly and then you showed her you slowed it down and you showed her how she was actually heel striking very clearly right. she was putting her heel out 
stop her momentum. And what was her response? I remember it was pretty profound. She was like, I had no idea. Yeah, she was blown away. She could not believe that was her. And, and it's perception, guys. And, you know, we teach perception. We teach awareness of movement. And most of us move mindlessly. We walk right. mindlessly. We run mindlessly. We just go for a run or we go for a walk. We've never thought about it. And then we're stuck on foot strike, which is a bummer because it's nothing to do with running. Foot strike is only for stopping, mm-hmm. not for running. So in her mind, she had said to herself, stop heel striking, I guess, was her way of teaching herself. So then because she had kind of made that profound statement to herself in her mind, it was gone. You see? Yeah. It's perception. And so when she saw her video, then she was like, oh. (laughs) But the good part is she reached out. She came and she did the lesson and she was open to learning. And this is what I say to everybody. Like, that's a huge first step. Most people will never go there. And, And by the way, you know, here's a, you know, again, we're always in the same cycle that you guys are so willing to go to the running shoe store mm-hmm. and have someone fit you for shoes yeah and the excitement of it and they they measure your foot and they put you in a shoe and some of the shoe stores will even watch you run yeah and tell you you pronate or you supinate and all of a sudden you were excited about it like oh i'm gonna buy these shoes so i don't you don't even know what that means i didn't you're valerie you're pronating okay here's a shoe that will stop that well, the reality is you want to pronate, you yeah. want to supinate. Those are natural movements. Don't take away natural movements. So they were already getting that in your mind. It's going to stop you from doing bad things. It's going to prevent these things. Like your shoe is somehow magically preventing all these things in your run or creating. And all of a sudden you realize it has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So when I show you your movement, you start to own your running and, and take a you know take charge of your own movement. So when you shift that mindset, it's huge. But yes, the first time you see yourself, it's an odd feeling. Filming yourself doing drills, also very strange, <laughs> you know? It really is. But then I'm telling you, once you start to get into it, then you start sending them to me all the time and saying, hey, hey, hey. Right, and then you like? start seeing it in other people. <laughs> and that was going to be the other thing. I was kind of bringing up the idea of perception and... Um, The other thing that brought this up was we had one of the students who's been with us for maybe three weeks. She's just kind of working her way through and she's in that phase of the membership where you're like, okay, I should be getting this. And she's not quite getting it. And she watched herself run and she saw, she could see it. She circled it. She said, look, my my foot is coming out in front of me and look, my my knee's not bent and I thought I was doing it. When will I learn? And this is something that we, we, I'm not going to say fight because that's not, we're challenged with a lot because as adults, we believe we should know better. We believe we should learn faster. You would never force a child to learn how to walk faster. You would never force a child to come on, come on. You just, you just were rolling along on the floor. You should be up and walking now. You would never do that to a child. So why are you doing that to yourself? And what's worse is you're not just learning how to run. You have to learn how to unlearn all of that stuff that you thought you were doing correctly. It's a paradigm shift. And re- relearn it. You're basically having, I, I was talking to somebody recently in the membership. We were talking about her mindset. I said, you have worn a groove through your neural pathways like a big trench. And now I need you to go out of the trench onto this now nice soft flat piece of whatever grass and dig a new trench. Right. And you're, 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 
your mind is going to go back to the old trench. It's easy. It's right here. Look, why am I coming over here on this flat one? Why am I starting new? So that's really what we're trying to do with this perception. And it just takes time. Right. Now, what's really interesting is there's a fantastic book called Atomic Habits. And he was the one that said that basically there's the, there's no magical number. Um, it's not 66, it's not 67, it's not 21 days, it's not 365 days. It's really what what is your reason for change, okay? Because some people will say, I want to quit smoking, and they try and they try and they try and they try and they never quit smoking. Or I want to lose 30, I'll be, I've been 50 pounds overweight for about three years now, and now I've lost 20 pounds. What made the change? because I decided that my why was now more important than eating, right? So these smokers that suddenly can go cold turkey, it's because something happens that switches that neuropathway. So that's that whole idea. You gotta come to us and you gotta be open to the idea that you gotta learn something new. Yeah, absolutely. And also, by the way, you know, and, and to be okay with, I've been stuck in one mindset and like she's saying, I love that. That whole trench thing is exactly right. I mean, we guys, we have been taught to move our body using our muscles mm -hmm. since we were in, I don't know, since you first started going to school. Yeah, yeah. Mimic other people. We're told constantly, reach one foot forward in front of the other. We hear it all the time. It's part of the lingo. And so think about that. We are completely not just rechanging your movement, but your thought on movement. Right. And so once you open your mind to what is movement, and because this is the best part, we all have a natural blueprint for running. All of us do. So our muscles already know how to do it. And once you let go, because that's a big part of it, right? We're all type A, yeah. we're runners, yeah. we're in control. And we're asking you to one, let go of a little bit of control. That's scary. And it's right, it's a new thought. It's And I want to go back to what I was doing before and controlling. So that's the fun part is we're opening your mind to a new movement. Mm -hmm. But you're right. When does it start to work? When you finally realize I'm ready right. for that new movement. Right, for that new movement. And I'm going to say one thing that, I, that I've that i learned as I'm kind of – I was working out with you pretty regularly. I went through a period of about 18 months where I just kind of – I don't want to get up anymore. I did this with running too. I don't want to get up anymore. Don't want to be you can't control me is what I was like very stubborn my my primitive brain as you call it the was just just not in the mood for any kind of self-help or, or and it, it was great the pandemic hit so I had every excuse not to have to do anything um, and what I started learning when I decided I wanted to get back in shape I wanted to take the weight back off is I started looking at my my diet right and being in control of my diet and at the same time I'm working on our business together. So now I'm having to also start scheduling my time. What's really interesting that I've learned and maybe you can speak to this is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you come into the membership with this, I know everything attitude, that's probably how you're maybe acting in your marriage. It's maybe how you're acting at work. It's maybe how you're acting with your friends. If you're open-minded and, and you go into work and you say, wow, I, you, no, I don't know how to do that. Show me how to do that. Or you go to your wife and you say, oh, you want me to load the dishwasher this way? Show me why, right? If you can come to the membership that way too, you're going to actually be more coachable. So that's what was really profound for me because the more I fought my weight loss, the more I realized I was also fighting it in my business. And then when I stopped fighting it, the weight loss, 
in, in watching what I ate and being aware of what I was eating. Cause that was the point, the mindlessness. Yeah. I was mindlessly eating. I wasn't aware that I was of, of, that I was seriously just like opening a bag of chips and devouring the whole bag of chips that I was running by the store simply because I felt a pang of hunger. So when you become aware of how you're working in the world, when, how you're moving in the world, how you're creating what's around you. It's really profound that it can affect so many parts of your life. So I bring this up because guys, as you start to video, this is, let me loop it back here. Cause there is a whole method to my madness. As you become aware of, okay, why am I self-conscious about how I'm moving? Well, let's get over that thought first. Now let me videotape myself. Okay. Now I'm going to become aware of my movement. You're going to become more aware of your entire environment. Right. You're going to become more aware of why I'm stiff, why my feet hurt, why, why I'm sitting wrong. You're going to want a stand-up desk. Cause that's what Val <laughs> being around Valerie, I'm like, I need a stand-up desk cause I'm sitting way <laughs> too much. Right? So you're going to just become much more coachable and much more aware in all aspects of your life. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 